Hello, everybody, and welcome to Teaching in the Arts, my podcast. My name is Peter Hawley. Thank you for being here. Thank you for coming back if you've been here before. And a big thanks to Bill Bacon uh, for sitting in for me last week. I really appreciate it. Uh, a great show. Uh, Bill and Michael were really great. And it was also, as I said on the website, really fun for me to listen to uh, the podcast with fresh ears. I mean, I know what I said on this show, and I always listen to it before it, it drops uh, to check it. But but this time, I actually got to listen to the show, and I learned some stuff. It was a very good conversation. So thanks, Bill. And uh, I also enjoyed a week off, so I, I will have you do that again if you want to. Um, Bill and I are getting together next week. I'll, 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 I'll hit him up for some more episodes. Um, very interesting episode today, kind of a different sort of thing. Uh, Save Old Town School of Music is the name of this episode. If you've seen it on the website, or if you've seen it on iTunes, or wherever you get the podcast, uh, Save Old Town. It, this all came together in a real hurry, and um, there's a lot of uh, interesting stuff happening at Old Town School of Folk Music. I'm going to talk about that in a moment. Um, but first off, the lesson of the day. The lesson of the day is politics, um, not the kinds of politics uh, that is uh, Donald Trumpian and uh, gerrymandering and red states and blue states, but but uh, office academic politics, and specifically uh, what happens inside of schools and inside of departments. Um, I w- and this is ties into uh, my conversation about the Old Town School. My uh, I was a, a union organizer at Columbia College oh, 20 years ago or so. And I was actually the film representative for the union, uh, t- uh, you know, for the film department there. And we organized and it was a really great thing. And, and um, we all got more money and we got some benefits and we got a, a, a uh, savings plan and all sorts of things like that. And it was very, very helpful. And I understood what it was like to be on the union side, on the employee side, on the labor side. And then I went to um, you know, become a chair, become a dean, and was management all of a sudden, was not in the union anymore because I was in management. I was going to college board meetings, talking to the board of directors, privy to a lot of things, financial things, privy to a lot of things that I was not as just a regular employee, let alone a union member. But I always tried to be as transparent as possible. And when I, when I talk about that with my first guest, John Mead, uh, about transparency, about just sort of saying saying what you can say to the people who work with you and for you. You know, you don't have to tell them all of the dirty secrets, but it's really helpful. So if you can tell the employees and the faculty, this is where we're going here. This is our vision for the near future. This is what we're going to do. There may be some bumps in the road. I don't think people really mind bumps in the road if they know there are bumps in the road coming. That's why when you drive down the uh, street and you see rough pavement ahead, it's no surprise when you hit the actual rough pavement. Uh, I think a lot of people in the administration are guilty of uh, of not uh, uh, notifying the employees and the faculty that there's rough pavement coming up and rough times or good times. And here's what how we're all going to prosper in these good times. So that is the lesson of the day. It's about uh, politics and about uh, transparency inside of the department or the college. Which brings me to my guest today. I have, I have a two-parter all about saving Old Town School of folk music here in Chicago. Um, two of the Biggest episodes we've had in terms of listens have been with Old Town School of Folk Music folks. Uh, Jacob Sweet uh, was one episode, and then a few months later, Andrea Bunch was another episode. A lot of listens, a lot of shares. Uh, in fact, I'm trying to get Andrea to record sort of a some music for sort of a holiday show, and that's to be determined. But um, I was contacted by a group of people, and the Old Town School here in Chicago is going through all sorts of changes, and there is a a uh, 
change.org petition with 8,000 signatures on it that I'm going to put on my website here uh, that has got a lot of people upset. So the faculty there are unionizing. And then the students are upset about some other things. And there have been some board meetings. Uh, Old Town is selling their uh, building on Armitage Avenue here in Chicago, their, their Lincoln Park building that's been around forever. Uh, and it's uh, very, very interesting. So we've got sort of a political story today. I have two guests. The first guest is John Mead. He's one of the uh, organizers and part of the steering committee of Otto, which is Old Town Teachers Organization, O-T-T-O. Uh, and they're part of the unionizing group. And he's been a teacher at Old Town since uh, 2001. And then my second guest via Skype is Rich Gordon. Rich Gordon happens to be a professor at Medill uh, School of Journalism at Northwestern, but he has been a Old Town School of Folk Music student since 2001. And they have sort of differing but similar perspectives on things. So first up, we're going to have John Mead. Uh, he talks about the teacher perspective and using, unionizing and, and, and some of the problems there. Then we're going to take a quick break and then come back with uh, Rich Gordon, the student. So here's my conversation, part one of uh, Save Old Town School with John Mead right now. John Mead, welcome to the podcast. Thank you very much. So we're going to get into it in a minute about the, but the real reason why you're here, but we're going to talk about Save Old Town School. But I, let's first have some context. Uh, let's learn about you and, and what you've done and how long have you been there. So, so you've been at Old Town since 2001 on and off? I um, originally uh, got a degree in, in the fine arts. I, I'm a painter. Uh, I decided to get an English degree right after that. Oh, I should say, I started uh, playing guitar at age 14, uh, taught myself. Um, so I also got uh, a bachelor's in English. I ended up getting a PhD in American literature. I came to the Old Town School as a student right as I was... Uh, about to start my coursework for my PhD. And my teacher, about a month later, took me on a gig. Wow. Um, and that, so I didn't realize, because I was doing so many other things in my life, that I actually was a musician. Uh -huh. I wasn't learning to be a musician. Um, huh. So I learned from the Old Town School that I'm a musician. <laughs> uh, and I had not played in bands since I was like 22. Wow. Uh, so in my late 30s, uh, I went through a divorce. I took a class at the Old Town School. My teacher started taking me on gigs. Then he started using me as his sub for classes. Um, and then he uh, just told me to make up a class so that I could get on the payroll. And I started teaching the Bruce Springsteen Ensemble. Cool. Then <laughs> I went through a number of... Uh, things, um, got into a second marriage, which was kind of a disaster from the start, uh, moved out, out of town to try to salvage that for about five years, came back in 2008. I was still, I was just finishing my doctorate at that point. It took a long time because of everything else mm -hmm. that was happening. Um, I adjuncted as a college lit and writing teacher for years. Um, and, uh, so now I've been back at the Old Town School, uh, steady for 10 years. And I also, uh, run an after school program on the South side. Wow. 
What's the after school program? The the Sue Duncan Children's Center. Wow. What it's, do you? Uh, what, is I, it art art based? No. No. It's no. just a you know it's a very organic. When people ask me what I do, uh, I just say I'm a grown up. I I be a I be <laughs> a grown up. You know, we uh, we kind of create i mean it's just all relationship based sure. we we do a lot of we do academics and art and athletic stuff but it's mostly just like demonstrating to people that there's somebody who loves them and wow. is watching out for them. that's sweet that's nice so so before we get into save old town um let's talk about the arts more uh where where are you from uh grew up in grand rapids michigan i drew all my life i started playing guitar as a teenager I went to uh, an art, what I thought was an art school, what I was always told was an art school. Uh, uh, and it, it's a trade school that uh, feeds people. It, at the time, it fed people into um, uh, Steelcase and Homer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and I, then I also went to Aquinas College, which was, at the when I was a kid, this very intellectually rigorous uh, Catholic liberal arts college that was built on a lumber baron's estate. Hmm. And that piece of land is maybe second only to the old town school or maybe equal in terms of like turning me into whoever I am. Wow. Cool. Um, and so, then I moved here. I moved here when I was 30. And to, what about grad school? Was the, I went I mean, to grad school at UIC. UIC here. Mm -hmm. And when you were young, pre-moving to Chicago, mm -hmm. what did you want to do? I mean, you didn't uh, realize you were a musician. I wanted to be an artist, and I wanted to be a musician. Cool. That's nice. Uh, and, and your parents I, were supportive of that, or not so much? Uh, they were, yeah, they were supportive. They bought me books. My mom bought me a uh, guitar for my 16th birthday. I had this really crappy one that uh, they had bought my older brother for Christmas one year and he had thrown into a closet. That was my first guitar. And then so on my 16th birthday, she bought me a $60 uh, Yamaha mm -hmm. acoustic. Mm -hmm. um, she always bought me books and, uh, uh, you know, markers and sketchbooks when I was a kid. And so, wow. yeah. Nice. And then my dad was sort of like, bewildered and indifferent and, and excuse me and uh you know worked too much to yeah have hair. too yeah. much worry yeah. about I, it you know i i, I just that. like okay that's okay good and yeah <laughs> you know? i mean you were engaged and they liked appreciated yeah. that you were yes. into something and yeah. not uh on the streets and yeah. all that kind of stuff cool yeah. so all right let's now let's turn the the towards saving old town school What's what's the story? Give us the context of what's happening. We know a little bit. I, I've talked to Rich Gordon. Mm -hmm. uh, I know it sort of somewhat started with selling the Lincoln Park building. But you lay the story out for uh, us. It did not. Okay. In fact, his, their part of it did. Okay. Although this is – so this has been a long simmering thing that is now suddenly boiling over. Uh, and so, in fact, you were asking me what – you know about the board meeting last night, and the, most board members are quite shocked that this is all blowing up in their faces because I think they haven't been told much wow. of anything wow. for the last ten years. Wow! What has this is you know my perspective. Um, I think over the years, and even over the last maybe 20 years, but certainly over the last 10, 
uh, you know, the Old Town School is a very unique institution, mm-hmm. really one of a kind, mm-hmm. and and flies in the face of everything, uh, just in terms of its very existence. Uh, started by a bunch of, uh, you know, lefty folk dudes mm-hmm. in the, and, and women in the late 50s. So, and has always survived. So, probably in the, mm, I guess, mid to late 90s, as our culture has, uh, the Old Town School began to get more of a corporate structure kind of laid over the top of it. Uh, so we have uh, a, actually an unusually large board for a for a institution of that size. Um, and we have, you know, now this administrative layer. Mm-hmm. Uh, and over the last 10 years, that administrative layer, which in my experience... Um, you know, the the prior years of my involvement with the Old Town School was very much um, integrated into the rest of the mm-hmm. community. The um, Most of the, uh, most people there really multitasked. Mm-hmm. There were, the teachers were administrators and, uh, you know, people at the desk, like Andrea started at the mm-hmm. desk, uh, Lindsay Weinberg, who's kind of one of our uh, union spearhead people, um, started at the desk. Uh, you know, I, I started as a student. It's a very, mm-hmm. it's been a very organic thing. Now it has this corporate structure, and the the administration has sort of broken away from the rest of the huh. school in a sense. Um, the there is very little transparency um and so you know what to the board looked like this sudden eruption of uh hostility and anger um is actually just the boiling point of sure. a long simmering process of being just endlessly ignored and um and you know, dismissed and sort of sneered at and put aside what, and, mis- and mismanaged. Uh, what was what sort of? How were you ignored? Like what? You that means you were asked for something? Oh or yeah, yeah. Like like All given kinds some of examples, things. right? Um, just well, for instance, uh, you know, a very recent example that the um, you know one of the excuses for selling Armitage is oh enrollment is down. Enrollment is down because of YouTube. YouTube is, you know, taken over, and it hasn't. Um, <laughs> and it actually, most teachers use it as a yeah. foil for what they're right. doing. And most students— YouTube is taken over because you can go see a yes, how to play guitar, how to play guitar on guitar, YouTube. Yeah. YouTube yeah. Right. Okay. And what most students find is that, like, eh, yeah. I didn't really right. learn how to play guitar. Um, so they come here. Or the and, you know, then they come in and go, I thought, you know, I figured this out on YouTube. And we go, oh, cool, you know, and work it in. Um, So teachers have been talking about that for 10 years. Mm -hmm. Here's how to approach that. Here's how to integrate it. Here's how to use it to uh, boost enrollment. Is there an old town school YouTube channel? There is not. (laughs) (laughs) We have little to know. There's a teaching the arts YouTube channel. (laughs) Right. 
little to no media presence, yeah. uh, social media yeah, presence, yeah, and yeah. so on, so on. So, you know, there's an example of just kind of being, yeah. uh, you well, know, these and people you're like, help. Those are helpful ideas. Yes. You, you're not going in there rattling sabers yes. and saying, right. you know, right. hey, you know, storming right. the gates and, you know, no, right. you're trying to say, right. hey, let's integrate social yeah, media. Yeah. yeah the, so, the, you know, the one thing that I've experienced, and again, this is my perspective and sort of uh, an emotionally driven perspective, perhaps, uh, that um, we are not just a bunch of like uh, dumbass guitar players, <laughs> you know, like it's a group of extremely intelligent and yeah. accomplished people. I have a PhD. Other people have PhDs. Sure. There are uh, at least two of my friends who are teachers are lawyers so on and yeah. so on. And, you know, and students are, are not yes. like uh, just oh, off well, the street. Yeah, yeah, students are kind of like mostly professional yeah. level. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, you know, we are full of ideas. Mm -hmm. uh, the ideas have been ignored. Um, I think the school leadership has a certain idea of what it wants the school to be. My own suspicion, and again, this is, you know, my own perspective and p pretty conjectural. Um, what I suspect is that the leadership wants the school to be a brand rather mm. than a existing yeah, yeah, yeah. place. Um, and, you know, th there's no reason. The, one of the biggest problems here, I think, is that there's no reason that it can't be a brand and uh, that's, I was just going to say place. the same yeah. thing. Right. Yeah. right. So there's there's this, you know, one of the things, a lot of the stuff that happened at this board meeting last night uh, was, so you asked me before how I perceived the meeting and, and they were extremely gracious, almost fawning <laughs> toward the student organization. Mm -hmm. They were pretty hostile towards us wow. because we're unionizing. Yeah. Um, and through just kind of a lot of pretty run-of-the-mill, off-the-shelf, anti-union yeah. rhetoric yeah. at us. Like, oh, it's <laughs> us and them. It's us and them. And, and we have never, it's never been us and them for us. And we... Our perception, you know, what I was just saying, my perception is that there, you know, that there's a particular idea that the leadership has, you know, that and and somewhat I would say, you know, my own perception is even a bit of scorn and contempt for mm -hmm. the kind of community like sitting around playing guitars. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's, that, yeah. Well, yeah. that's not where it started. Right. Yeah. So, again, like there's no reason it can't be both right. because what one of the one of the goals of the school because it is a bunch of rich white people middle class yep. white people um playing folk music mm -hmm. you know the 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 stuff that i teach typically um in the school is uh to get uh, as much as possible, get black music into the curriculum i've done disco classes i've done oh. funk classes i i do an r and b class. Uh, my friend Alton and, and uh, Bill Bricky do a soul class, you know, I mean, and so, you know, we're doing that, but, you know, mostly, and I have to say, 
um, mostly the board as well. It's a it's a lot of white people. So they're there. We are trying to reach out, you know, into the South Side, mm-hmm. into a much more inclusive community mm-hmm. uh, in the city, make it look like Chicago. Yeah. But there's no like there's not a reason to not have both right, things going because, you know, the 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 reality is that um, the middle class white people help subsidize the other stuff. Yeah, yeah. You know? Right. Right. So so what do you guys want? What I mean, you've talked about unionization. What 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 do you want? And there there are two there's Save Old Town right. School as right. an organization. Right. Are there two groups within it? There's faculty and there's students. The the Save Old Town uh SOTS. Yeah. Um it Save Old Town School is students. Mm-hmm. They organized essentially the day after they yeah. uh announced the sale of the Armitage building. Uh, The teachers have been organizing for about a year. And we actually put off unionization for uh, several months and now are just finishing the the process of unionization. The reason we put off unionization is that although we had some, a few very specific wage-driven issues, they were, uh, you know, it was like one bullet point mm-hmm. on a long list that um, what we were really concerned about is the uh, mission drift, wow. uh, the lack of vision in the school, the lack of transparency and communication, uh, the way that we were sort of closed off from decision making. And so we're not unionizing to like, yeah. you know, rattle sables, sabers for wages. Yeah, We are legitimizing ourselves as as a standing entity yep. that that has to be dealt with during decision making processes one of the things that we're going to fight for is uh seats on the board for instance yeah that makes sense yeah um, i mean almost all the, academic union situations have a as i told you i was yeah. the union representative for the film department at columbia college uh, Chicago. Oh, and, yeah. wow. So, yeah, so yeah. I, so I, I mean, that, that was part of it. Like every department had a faculty and, you know, my voice was one of many voices, right. but, but at least I could then go back to the people I represented and said, this is what they said at this meeting. Mm-hmm. And, and that's all, that's a kind of sometimes all you need as opposed to, mm-hmm. Hey, this big change is happening. We didn't know about it. Wouldn't it have been nice to know that, right. uh, you right. know, this was happening. So right. that's, it's a very interesting thing. Now, of course, we wanted money. <laughs> but, yeah. Yeah. That, yeah. but Well, but, I, yeah. I understand that yeah. from the, I adjuncted at yeah. Columbia to that. Yeah. That was actually one of the better adjuncting gigs I had. Yeah, okay. was, and the union helped it, I probably. Yes, yeah. they did. So, they so, did. so, so but you, you described what the union wants. What else do, do you and, 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 because, I mean, I know that in this past week, you know, I mean, literally four or five days, I've had dozens of email exchanges back and forth. You've been on them. You've seen <laughs> yeah. them all trying to pull this together. Yeah. I mean, there are some upset people yeah. and and uh, and excited people. What do you want what, what, beyond this uh, unionization? What else do you see happening? I mean, I, you want – what other kinds of changes? What can other people do? What What are next steps for you guys and everybody? Uh, I can only speak for myself. Mm-hmm. Um, not as a representative of the union, but this is something that I throw into every meeting. 
Um, I, I personally would love to see the Old Town School of Folk Music as some weird hybrid nonprofit uh, worker-owned co-op. Oh, wow. Yeah, cool. That would you be know. that would be that would be neat. That's that's a tough. Yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, that's very road to hope. Yeah, but that's very pie in the sky. Yeah. I, um, but I also see, and I'm also kind of the person who throws in the uh, the meta stuff when we're talking. <laughs> my my uh, um, my dissertation, even though it was in American literature, really had more to do with history, and uh, it was the history of slave rebellion wow. in the in the Americas that I dealt with. And so I have the, like, to me, you know, that like, I'm always kind of seeing the, like the history of radicalism in the United States. Um, Obviously we are in a pretty bad place right now. And uh, places like the Old Town School of Folk Music have to exist as alternative worlds to the the crushing you know <laughs> despair yeah. of of like this kind of neo feudal crypto fascist thing that yeah. you know is happening in the United <laughs> States right now. Um, so, so, so for me, that's what I hope. Now, in real concrete things, uh, concrete ways, uh, increased enrollment, mm-hmm. which we could pretty easily do. Yeah, uh, handle. Uh, withdrawal of the uh, idea of selling the Armitage building. Uh, Withdrawal of the, there was also this, uh, I would say, threat. Um, Now there's a lot of backpedaling on it, but uh, that like, oh, that's not what we meant. It's not what we meant. But um, very shortly after something, you know, like it was a couple weeks after the, the, the sale was announced and um, all this our you know activity on our end happened the, the non-teaching staff was offered voluntary severance so they're you know sort of threatened wow. vaguely threatened with layoffs wow so, yeah wow even though supposedly the school's not in financial yeah. jeopardy and they really just want to create an endowment so and now this also has been all this happened after uh, about six months, there was this big, they kind of got wind of us organizing last spring and tried to kind of organize this meeting to kind of try to head it off. And we came in as an organized unit then for the first time. That began a series of these task force meetings where some of us represented the teachers. There were people who represented the administration, and those people, for the most part, were great. And there were a couple people uh, from the board at these meetings trying to hash out Mm -hmm. these various issues. We got to the point where uh, the, you know, our, our kind of findings and not demands, but, you know, uh, recommendations were offered to the executive director. There was a, uh, then a meeting in which he told us, you know, he'd take, we'd take steps. Um, and then that stuff just veered wildly into hmm. a, in a different direction and all that kind of fell away. Um, and then suddenly the, the Armitage building yeah. was for sale. So, uh, Communication 
Yeah. You would have thought clear. that they would have yes. could have said we've got these other things on the right. horizon. Right. I mean, I, I mean, yeah, I, they could have uh, and brought that up at any point. And, and and to me, that's where transparency really helps because yeah, you don't need to know the, you don't need to look at the books. But if they know that you're like, folks, we've got some other things going on that is sort of beyond your purview. Right. One of which is we're thinking of selling some property because right. we could get a lot of money right. for it. We could build right. an endowment. Right. We're looking at it. What do you think? Right. That's a, you go right. wow. I mean, there's maybe maybe there's no bad reason for selling the building. Maybe I don't I don't know. I'm I'm not in those meetings, but they certainly could explore it. But it would be nice to share that information. Yes. It's yes. not like you know you were going to blow the sale, right. like it, what you were going to go right. to your broker and say, right. hey, there's property on right. our 909 West Armitage. <laughs> you know, let's get in early. Yeah. You know, uh, so so but like Which that's is not such a bad idea. I know, <laughs> but but uh, yeah, it's good property. So so that's really interesting to me. So. Between all of this, is we're going to wrap up here pretty soon. But as, as between the students' uh, organization and Safe Old Town School, and and a lot of people are going to listen to this because, like I've said to you, uh, my episodes with Andrea and Jacob Sweet have got a, got a lot of listens. I know with eight thousand names now on the uh, yeah. Change dot org, yeah. I mean it's going to get pumped out there. Mm-hmm. What can people listening do? You know, what, is there anything? Is there is there any kind of call to action at all? There, you know? well, the so the the student organization is meeting tomorrow, um, and I'm an idiot for not having the information in front of me. I'm pretty sure it's at Sol- it's at Sulzer. It's at a, uh-huh. a room in, at Sulzer at three. Sulzer Regional Library, yeah. which is just down, which is the, down street the street from yeah. Old Town. Yeah, yep. yeah. Um, they can come to that, and I think we will all have. A better idea. It's funny that the ground shifts so quickly mm-hmm. over the last two months that um, what we're going to do next is always like, well, we're going to we have to respond to this immediate crisis, yeah, yeah. Um, even though we are doing the teacher organization is doing its best to kind of keep its nose to the grindstone with the organization organizing and getting that finished. But we also have to deal with all this other stuff. Um, so, you know, uh, write letters, call e- the school. E- we don't write letters yes. anymore. Sorry. That was just a, a, a figure of speech. <laughs> yes. uh, write emails to, yeah. to the executive director, to the board. Um, you will be able to get contact information yeah, from all, these various. Yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, so one, one final question then. Uh, look into the future, prognosticate, predict. What do you What do you think is going to happen? I mean, in sort in some sort of timetable. I mean, I, I'm not going to hold you to it, but I mean, I'm just asking you to look into your, uh, you know, ball. Uh, I think that we will probably be reasonably successful in our push to kind of change the way things have been going. At the Old Town School, I, I don't, I can't believe that. I, I think that the board is in shock uh-huh. uh, and has a pretty big learning curve mm-hmm. because they've been isolated from what's actually been going on. Uh, but I, I don't think they're evil people. I think they're people with fairly conventional views of yeah, yeah. you know unions and yeah. economy and everything that. You know, obviously, I am less, far less so. Um, but uh, I, 
I don't think you can see the outpouring of mm -hmm. uh, enthusiasm and anger and love for the school. And, you know, the, uh, it, myself included, so many people are telling stories of how this place changed their lives, saved yeah, yeah. their lives. Yeah. They break into tears talking yeah. about it, you know. Yeah. Um, I think a year from now we'll be in a different place. I think it will be a very, a much more positive place. Great. Good. We can only um, hope. Yeah. yeah. I don't, I don't know that they will sell Armitage. If they do, um, you know, we'll figure it out from yeah. there. But I would, all, I, th I think a lot, I think there's a lot of backpedaling going on right now and a lot of rethinking. Hmm. Interesting. And, and, and finally, and, and this is just, you don't know, but is there any concern because this happens when unions pop up, that suddenly, sorry, John, that Springsteen uh, class you've taught forever, <laughs> it just isn't filling up yeah. this time. Is yeah. there any of that? Or uh, not just you or like yeah. other people? Yeah. yeah. Everyone really? fears that. Everyone fears that. Well, that's tough. Um, there's that's what students can speak up. Yes. Go, hey, yes. I love John. So he, that's he's, one. He's taught me so much. And you don't, yeah. I mean, I'll go follow him to his own shop. Yeah. You know? Yeah. 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 So that that's... That is one thing that, uh, like, if people walked away, a lot of students would go with them. I'm not sh so. Yeah, yeah. I, but you don't want to walk away. I mean, if you're forced I don't want to walk away. I don't want to walk away. So there is that fear, but I think the backlash would be pretty Huge. strong. Yeah, yeah. 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 There are a lot of loyal students to yes. those teachers that follow them. Yes. For I mean, I know students, including Rich Gordon, who, who's you know, been there for 17, 18 years, 20 right. years. I mean, right. people, it's a commitment in right. many ways. You know, right. Too. One of my closest friends uh, who's uh, a student in one of my classes and, and is a, a drummer in a bunch of my bands used to be on the board. Wow. So he uh, he wrote an email a few days ago and got a uh, phone call. Great. You know. Oh, that's Two good. hours later. Good. Well, that, so, that's a positive sign. Yeah. That means yeah. they're, they're being heard. Yeah. Well, cool. Yeah. Well, thank you for doing this. Thank and we you. will follow up and, and yeah. Monday morning this goes live and, and Great. we'll get some response. Great. Cool. Thank okay. you. Thank you. Thank you, John Mead. That was really interesting. Um, and, and I hope this all works and I hope people write emails, not letters to, to people that they need to write letters to. Uh, and thank you for coming in. And he's on his way to his uh, job on the south side of Chicago right now. Um, now we're going to shift gears and talk to Rich Gordon. Rich is a student and has been a student at Old Town since 2001. But Rich is also a professor at Medill School of Journalism. We, we spoke this morning via Skype because I was in between two classes at Loyola and he was preparing for a faculty meeting at Northwestern. So we got together on Skype earlier today and, and Rich fills in the student perspective and the change.org and, and has a, a slightly different take uh, from John, but it's very, very interesting. It sort of completes the picture of um, Save Old Town School. And uh, you can listen to my Skype conversation with uh, Rich Gordon right now. Tell us your perspective. You're a student and a longtime student at Old Town. Uh, tell me about your Old Town experience as a student and then and then uh, the latest uh, events that actually brings you here today. Sure, absolutely. Thank you for having me uh, on the program. Um, so I've been a, I'm a professor of journalism at Northwestern University and, and I've uh, been taking classes at the Old Town School since 2001. Um, uh, when I, uh, started, I started in guitar one, which is, you know, the bottom of the ladder when it comes to the guitar program, 
I had always been interested. I had always been interested in guitar, playing guitar. Love music. Been a music fan and concert goer, and um, uh, you know, sing along with the radio kind of person the whole time. <laughs> um, but I uh, had never uh, really uh, played an instrument, um, unless you count recorder in fourth grade. <laughs> Uh, when, when I, I mean, literally one of the things I learned was I was just so at that point in my life, I was so shy and not wanting to attract attention that, um, I, uh, when I played the recorder badly, which was every time I played the recorder, it, I, I was afraid to do it cause I knew the neighbors would hear me. And I, I just, you know, it's just like, I was terrified <laughs> at the idea of being bad, um, and having people hear me be bad at, at, at the instrument. Um, and, uh, but I started in guitar one and, um, the thing about the old town school that is just absolutely amazing is it does not matter how talented you are, how good you are, um, uh, how far behind you are, um, uh, uh, at that first class. And by the time you get to that first class, you will be playing a song. It'll be a two chord song in the first class, but you're playing a song and you'll be singing. And you'll be playing and singing along with a whole bunch of other people who are in exactly the same boat you are, guitar one. Um, that's uh, really exciting. I mean, that's one of the great things about Old Town, because you were not a, uh, a a young person when you started. I mean, you were beyond fourth grade, you know. I was over 40 when I started. Wow. <laughs> right. So, And you've, you've been at it for 17 years and you've progressed. What What do you do now at Old Town? Uh, most, uh, mostly what I've done for ever since 2003 is take, uh, classes that are called ensemble classes, which essentially are eight week bands. Um, uh, we walk in the first day, we know what we're working on. It might be a genre, it might be an artist, it might be an album. Um, and we learn, um, you know, eight, 10 songs and then, um, uh, we perform them live, uh, sometimes at a bar, sometimes at the school, um, as a group, uh, in public. Um, and, uh, it turns out that you know, um, I learned very quickly that uh, I am not a gifted instrumentalist. <laughs> I, I hit I hit my ceiling very very early. Um, uh, I uh, you know I got to guitar three where the basic thing you have to learn to do is bar chords. Um, and um, I, what I tell people is I flunked bar chords. You know, like <laughs> I, I can theoretically get my fingers into the shape to make them, but I could never get my fingers to the middle to that shape in the middle of a song uh-huh. <laughs> let alone move them from there somewhere else so well you know but what again one of the things i learned and this is one of the great things about the school and about the ensemble classes in particular is there's a role for everybody um, yeah and what i discovered is actually um i may not be a great singer but i'm uh, not afraid to sing i'm not afraid to get in front of a microphone and hear my own voice and i'm not afraid to sing loudly um, and boldly, and and um, uh, that turns out to be a very valuable uh, skill, because <laughs> yeah. not that is not true of everybody. And again, wow. I, I actually I actually had no idea about this, uh, uh, this that this was true of me until I went to the pre um, the pre uh, uh, gig practice for my very first ensemble, and we're in a one of the students' apartments just going through the material so that we're ready for the show a few days later. And one of my fellow students turns to me and says, you know, you have a really nice voice. <laughs> I said, really? I, I mean, I, I literally didn't know. <laughs> um, and, you know, again, I, I, I know some people have amazing voices and I'm not like that. But you know, apparently in, in that setting, I, that's something I can contribute. And so so the great thing about the ensemble is there is something everybody can do. They can sing. They can play some instrument. They can do something. And and honestly, you know, usually an ensemble might have, you know, five different people playing guitar, which means that if one person flubs, it doesn't matter. You yeah. Know? <laughs> it will still sound fine. And so it's, it's great fun. 
Um, and I will then add one other thing, which is uh, um, has also been true of a lot of other people I know um, who have taken ensemble classes for a period of time. Uh, I and some people I met in those ensemble classes uh, formed a band. <laughs> um, and we spent four and a half years uh, playing um, uh, around Chicago. Um, uh, and we played uh, the Edinburgh Fringe Festival in Scotland. Wow. And we and we played in Nashville. Um, and it's really crazy because <laughs> I'm, I'm, a, I'm, I'm a, a, a late arriving musician. I am mostly without musical talent. Um, uh, and uh, here I am, you know, playing uh, to a paying audience um, in a bar in Edinburgh, Scotland. Um, and all of it, you know, only possible because of the Old Town School. Well, that's terrific. So, so now that brings you to what we're actually here to talk about and the, the issues that are facing Old Town right now. And also from your perspective as a student, as you know, John has, was on the show earlier, he has a take on it. What, what is your take as a student? And, and you started the change.org uh, petition, and, and that, which has got thousands and thousands of signatures. There was a meeting last night. Uh, tell us uh, your perspective and, and share it, and, and, and we'll just go from there. Sure. Well, uh, many of us who've been around the school a long time had you know, at least an inkling that things were not right uh, at the school. Um, and we mostly saw this, honestly, because the prices that we were being charged for going to classes um, kept rising. Um, uh, 30, 40 percent over the past five years. And, you know, we're talking from one hundred and sixty dollars a month to two hundred dollars a month. You know, I might say one hundred sixty dollars a session, um, which is eight weeks uh, to two hundred some dollars a session. Um, and, you know, it, I can afford that additional. Mm -hmm. But but a lot of people can't. And, and you know, it's we thought it was kind of crazy that you would be increasing prices. We also knew from some things we collected that the reason they were raising prices was that enrollment was down. Mm -hmm. um, uh, and um, uh, uh, we actually thought, well, the reason enrollment is down is due to a great extent to a lot of things that they have been doing intentionally, the administration of the school had been doing intentionally, including raising prices, um, including eliminating some discounts, including uh, eliminating the monthly uh, first Friday program that was an open house that anybody from the community mm -hmm into and get exposed to all the wonderful things the school is doing. Um, and uh, I had actually, a couple of years ago, several years ago, four years ago plus, uh, um, emailed the executive director and had a meeting with him and attempted to sort of make our case that things were not going well. And essentially, that conversation went nowhere and I never got any follow-up, even though there were things that he thought, he said he thought I had some good ideas, never did anything about. Um, and uh, uh, on the 22nd of October, um, uh, I learned on social media that uh, the school has announced that it's going to sell one of its three buildings, um, the one where it has literally operated for 50 years, mm -hmm. as closest to where the Old Town School was founded in Old Town. Old Town, <laughs> yeah. Actually, it does not operate in Old Town anymore. It yeah. operates in Lincoln Park and Lincoln Square in Chicago. Um, and um, uh, I, I was... You know, it, it obviously felt like all this is connected. They're having financial trouble. They're they're going to sell a building. It's a building that I and others have taken classes in and performed in, and we feel very sentimental about it. And it is the historic home of the school and the last real connection to the founders of the place. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, uh, it was very clear on social media that um, uh, lots of people were upset. <laughs> um, and what I did is I sort of recycled a petition, a change.org petition that I'd actually drafted two years earlier. Mm. Um, uh, but never published because I just I circulated to some friends and they sort of said it just kind of sounds like 
whiny privileged people complaining <laughs> about price increases and and i just and it just wasn't the right time and and i just decided um now's the time i reworked the petition i turned it into a call for new leadership at the old town school i cited all the things that we were concerned about i added the part about the sale of 909 west armitage the score the historic home of the school in lincoln park um and uh, sh- you know shared it on social media uh the next day i mean it's the posted it the 23rd of the day after the announcement and um uh it just went crazy i mean we're now over 8000 signatures on this petition um and uh um meanwhile um uh independent of me but pretty much in the same timeline a group of students um who were upset had gotten together and they got organized you know they had a structure they had committees they had um um you know plans they started to draft a mission statement and objectives um um and you know within 48 hours of the sale um i was talking with them and we essentially joined forces um we uh came up with a name for our group called save old town school um uh and um we um uh, actually changed the petition from being in my name to the name of the group um and we got to work um and uh um the uh, we have three key objectives and the central one the most urgent one right now is we have asked the board of directors of the school to um put the sale of the building on hold um until there is a conversation with the community with students um uh, with faculty um about whether it's the right thing to do or not um and that was uh last night was a board meeting at which we were invited to present um uh and we presented uh, exactly that uh, request to the board mm-hmm. so so two questions before we wrap up here one is uh it sounds like you just sort of described where the status is and and two wh- what can someone do yeah so what can you do what's what do you think next steps are and what can someone else do someone who's listening yes well so uh first of all if um uh, uh we now have a website it's saveoldtownschool.org and i'll put all this on my website and when this goes out on monday yeah uh, excellent. Um, uh, on that website, uh, actually, we have all of the background. We have um, uh, links to our letters to the board campaign, which you can send a letter and copy us, or you can go fill out an online form and send it that way. Um, uh, we have a Facebook group. We have an email list. Um, uh, we uh, have a, a Twitter account and an Instagram account. <laughs> um, that's actually one of the things that, that is sort of interesting is that we we uh one of our biggest complaints about the school administration over the past uh, seven or eight years of declining enrollment is that they don't know how to do digital marketing applications <laughs> um, and we have uh showed them uh with what we're doing that the students actually know better than you do how to do yep. that um and at the board meeting last night our you know our pitch was you know hold up on the sale of 909 and enlist us to help you um you have seen what this group of people can do because your students are not just musicians and students. We are social media people and finance people and yeah. lawyers and, and, and people of expertise that you can bring to bear um, on, on, on the problems the school has. And we have not been asked. And in fact, when we have tried to help, we have been spurned. Wow. So, so, so where do you think things are going to go from here? And it's, that's sort of my final question. Where do you think things are going to go from here? Um, well, it, you know, it, it's uh, the first answer to that is it's up to the board. Um, we hope that, uh, I mean, th- th- there seem to be a lot of nodding heads. They seem to appreciate that we uh, came to them with goodwill and not the anger that, frankly, you could read in our petition and that we sincerely um, wanted to help. 
And um, uh, I think they appreciated that. And uh, what we hope is that they will do what we asked them to do, which is to hold up, slow down, pause, um, and uh, uh, get us involved and, and talk to us and uh, get our help in solving these problems. We absolutely believe that enrollment can be turned around if, sure. if, if they want to. Um, and, I, and I actually kind of hope and, and maybe even think that all this publicity has caused some longtime students to realize, oh, my goodness, I haven't been, been there in a year or two years yep. or five years. Let me go back and take a class. I, I, I think you're absolutely right about that. So so thank you very much. I'm sure this story is going to be continued. Uh, I will put all this stuff on the online on Monday, mo- Monday morning, the third. We're talking on Friday, November 30th right now. Uh, 6 a.m. It's all going to be out there. Uh, you know how to reach me. We can follow up easily. I, I also want to get you on the podcast in person to talk about all of the uh, your teaching in the arts and teaching at Medill and all of that sort of stuff as well, which is really what the show's about. Yep. And uh, and thank you very much. Uh, I know you have a faculty meeting to go to and I have a class to go teach. <laughs> so uh, I will talk to you later. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you. Okay. Take care. That's it. That's the show. And it was an interesting one. It kind of a newsy one. I felt sort of NPR-y in here. Um, but I really um, appreciate both John and uh, Rich for giving me the time. And I hope it all works out for everybody involved, including the school itself, because it's it's such a great institution here in Chicago. Everyone, even frankly, around the country, musicians know about Old Town School. It, it's a really great thing, and I hope I hope it all works out for all parties. Uh, I'm going to put everything on the website. You can see it. Go to links. Some of you listen f- to the podcast from the website. You'll see it there already. Uh, thank you all for listening, and I, I really appreciate it. And and and, and act you guys who are who have been given this by uh, Rich or or the Save Old Town School organization. Uh, act on this. And now, I have to say, as I always do, it is time for me to get a drink. 